0: Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Polkwood will hold it. 20-20 tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. And the Chiefs take a 23 to 20 lead with four seconds left in regulation, and Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom! How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast show with myself, Brad Simcox, the Arrowheads Abroad supremo Tom Childs, and backing us up at safety is Dave Barnett. So the uh, Chiefs go 9-1 and one without even getting out of first gear against a lacklustre Cardinals team. It does beg the question, though, why do players like Larry Fitzgerald and Patrick Peterson hang around in, in, this, in this team? It's, it's unusual. Uh, but anyway, before we start talking about the Chiefs talk, we just wanted to pay our respects to... Uh, the, uh, the the Marvel creator Which is Stan Lee um, The legend The legend that is Yeah um, We just heard the news really Just before we went On air And uh, Yeah we are a bit There's a bit of mixed emotions going on Because me and Tom are going Ah he's lived a good life He's rich You know he's lived a good life And he's left a good legacy But it, Dave's more on the sad Kind of angle of Yeah it, of it? course it's Of course it's
1: sad Anything like that happening Um. Regardless Like and- Anything yes everyone either. dies. We're, you're aware of that and a guy like Stanley that is as old as he is. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> did Tom there? What?
1: Um it was kind of you knew it was probably going to happen sooner rather than later. Mm. But, you know, it is sad when you know a famous figure like that does does eventually pass and mm. uh yeah, I say it. I think it's kind of fitting that you know the marvel that he helped to build like his last little cameo will probably be in the sort of um final infinity whatever
0: they call it. Infinity war 2 movie. Call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: it's kind of fitting that he's going to end on that note, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I put on Facebook because I I've got so much to be thankful for for what he created really because my, me and my son always go to the, the cinema to go and watch the Marvel films and that. It's uh, it's just our kind of like bonding time. So it's nice to have, you know, nice to think that Stanley's done that for so many people really, hasn't he? He's brought a lot of people together, families together, watching, watching, you know, movies and things and creating the comic books and all that kind of thing. So he's brought a lot of joy to everybody's life. Sad to see him go. Just a quick
2: one. Out of interest, what is your favourite Marvel film? We won't we won't go full on nerd and go comics but what film? <laughs> what's your favorite Marvel
1: film? Um I mean, I don't want to say Infinity War cuz it just seems like a massive like cop out answer, but it probably is Infinity War.
0: Hmm.
1: Um I'd say very closely followed by The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, that film is spectacularly good yeah and it's one of those that it you wouldn't necessarily like class it as exclusively a comic book movie if you know what I mean it works as a sort of a a regular sort of espionage spy type film and I think that's why it's so good so it works um, on as well yeah yeah, it could, it could stand alone outside outside of the rest of the Marvel Universe without, you know, actually watching the other ones. Um, whereas, you know, Infinity War is a bit different in the fact that it's, you know, the culmination of all the films that have come before it. Um, so I, I'd say I'd like them both for different reasons. And I also really like Spider-Man Homecoming just because it was... I'm a massive yeah, I Spider-Man a, fan, yeah, yeah. and it was really nice to finally see it get brought into the Marvel Universe after so long. So yeah, but I'd say those those three are definitely my three favourite ones.
0: Yeah, I think I'll agree with you. I mean, Infinity War was just—I mean, we we all went to see it together, didn't we? And it yeah. was it was that kind of wow. That film was like just blew just blew us away. Really, I know it blew me and Dave away. I wasn't too sure about Tom because he was like.
2: Well, really? <laughs> I think mean, you're painting a harsh picture of me there. Just, <laughs> me and Dave were like, like, oh my
0: god, it's
2: amazing. Go watch it I, again. I enjoy the Marvel films. I'm just not as mad about them as other people are. I, I probably enjoy Star Wars more than most people, maybe more than I should. Dave probably enjoys Harry Potter more than other people should. should you're or not do. wrong there. Fantastic wrong Beast there. next week. Oh, no, this <laughs> oh. week, sorry.
1: Do you want to know the saddest thing about Uh, it, though? The saddest thing. I'm away this weekend, Uh, so I can't go and see Fantastic Beasts until Monday. I'm so upset about it.
2: No No sympathy here. You're the busiest man in the world. Um, Back to the Marvel films. My (laughs) favourite is probably Guardians of the Galaxy, purely because I feel like it was the first Marvel film to really try and bring in a lot of comedy and an excellent soundtrack, something that DC tried desperately to recreate in Suicide Squad.
0: That's a good Uh, call. That's a very good call.
2: Uh, for me, I, as an overall film, I, I probably enjoyed Galaxy, Galaxy One and Two more than the rest of them. Yeah, yeah I, fair. Re- I really enjoyed Infinity War as well, and yeah. have watched it twice since. So I, I am there with twice, you guys, just, noob. <laughs> yeah, just not as much as you guys are.
0: Yeah, no. Um, my other one was Iron Man. I think right back to the beginning, it was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big Iron Man fan, really. So, mm-hmm. who's your favorite character, anyway? For which one? Any of them? Marvel character? I don't
2: know. <laughs> you don't know? You don't <laughs> have favorite. a favourite. Sp- put me on the spot there. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dave must have one.
1: Yeah, Spider-Man. I just, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, yeah. I remember you saying Yeah. That. I really like Captain America as well, but Spider-Man's definitely my favourite.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. Well, while Tom thinks about his favourite Marvel character, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a Chiefs game to talk about. And it was it was one of those games when it? it was just like... We knew what was going to happen. It was inevitable. It was going to be a Chiefs win, but it was. It uh, never really got out of first gear, did they? No, I think it was uh,
1: a slow burner. I think is the, sa- <laughs> yeah. the safest thing to say. Yeah. Um. Definitely weren't at our best, but I say the the thing is, it's. It's those games where you're not at your best and you still, still win. Uh, exactly. So so important, and I think that was the big thing today. Well, sorry, today, um, Sunday, was that it was just a case of just grinding out. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't perfect, but it's a win, and that's all that matters when you look at the standings at the end of the day, because yeah. um, you take that over. What happened to the Patriots?
0: Yeah, it's funny because um, Alan Morrison messaged me after the game. Uh, he's one of the one of the guys who goes to the, uh, the you know the meets at Arrowheads abroad, and he said, "Do you think they actually had their eye on the Rams game and didn't want to give anything too much away on the offensive side?" Do you think this time?
2: No, I think this team's a bit different um, from other teams. I don't feel like they look ahead too much. I feel like they're a bit more grounded. It yeah. just felt like one of those games that. We would have lost in the past I'm, I'm looking back and the Titans Game from a couple of years ago, the Bucks game The Titans game at home uh, To open the 2014 season Just those games that we typically Lost at our head when we were expected To roll teams over, well we didn't The Cardinals didn't cause us too much Troubles but we didn't exactly Put them to the sword as well We just kept them at arm's length And I just I wonder how much of an impact Sammy Watkins not being there made on, on yeah. the offense, but the Chiefs knew that they didn't need to expand the playbook as much as they they would normally do because the Cardinals really offered
0: little to nothing on the other side of the ball. Yeah, um, there's there's a lot of people mentioning that the uh, the O line didn't look particularly great, but you you've got to kind of expect that, I suppose, really, have not you? Because it has been the most kind of injury hit. Uh, part of the team throughout this season where we've like, we are, what are we on now? We're on our third se- uh, third centre or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, is that going to be a worry, do you think? Is that is that something we need to worry about that we're, we're now down to the bare bones of our, of our offensive line? I don't,
1: like, I say that's probably one of those things where you look at a team like the Cardinals and you go, oh, they're a bad team. And it's like, yes, they're a bad team, but they've got a good defensive line still. Mm-hmm. Channel Jones is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. And yes, while it wasn't perfect, and there's some things you need to tidy up. I don't think it's one of those where you need to suddenly start hitting the panic buttons and being like, oh, it's all gone to shit. I don't. I don't think it's a situation like that i think it's just a case of, yeah there's a few things to tidy up a few things to work on um you know just don't don't think too much about it at the minute because
2: remember that this this offensive line has been very good for the best part of nine games oh yeah uh, yesterday was the first game that they've really failed to show up and even still Patrick Mahomes still managed to get two touchdowns and 250 yards which would have been a very good Alex Smith game mm-hmm. remember this time last year so it's not like Pat Mahomes wasn't afforded time at times it's just that he was hit maybe a little bit more than we were expecting him to be mm. but as Dave said there's no need to panic yet there's just one game when we fa- when we play the Rams next week we're going to face a different kind of pressure it's going to be more from the interior than it is from the outside, so it'd be interesting to see how like the new guys in the middle deal with that. But at the moment, as long as we've got Mahomes willing to stand and take hits and make plays, I I don't see it as an issue
0: just yet. It, it's strange, isn't it? Because when we have when we have a quarterback that's, that's taken five sacks, normally in the past would have gone. There's something seriously terribly wrong with mm. the with the the offensive line. But I think there was a few comments floating around on Twitter as well, or on. on social media that they were saying well Mahomes kind of yeah he kind of welcomes the hit like you said doesn't he? he he keeps hold of the ball a little bit longer than possibly he should have done but that's how he is that's how he plays
1: yeah but it's not that I, I just think like people look at bad teams sometimes and immediately assume that that means the entire team is bad just because a team's offense is bad and they've had some struggles doesn't, you know, doesn't suddenly mean that their entire team is dreadful, you know, apart from the Raiders because, you know, the Raiders yeah. but <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the Cardinals are the 7th best pass defence in the league and that's despite the fact that their offence has been dreadful all year and the defence has been on the field a lot Um, so I'd, like, I think people sometimes because of how good Mahomes has been so far and how you know well oiled this offense has been I think people take for granted that the you know 300 yards and three touchdowns is supposed to be the norm and you know there's only one QB in history that's thrown more consecutive 300 yard games than Patrick Mahomes so it's like and this is this guy's a second year starter, you know. Look, look at Brady a few years back when the Patriots went and won another Super Bowl. After, but that was after they would played us and got spanked um, in prime time, and everyone was thinking, "Oh, this is the end of Brady." It's like average to bad games happen every now and again, and if this is a bad game, well, it's not a bad game to have, if you know what I mean.
2: There was the output there That would have beaten Half of the league Yeah um, If we're being honest um, There's a lot In terms of points allowed And points scored um, If we're going on averages Then we would have been Okay So it, There is no need to worry The Cardinals Put up more of a fight Than we were probably expecting But Ultimately The Chiefs got the win And on a Sunday um, That proved Could prove pivotal to win The AFC playoff race That it's all that matters. Hmm. Like, I mean they, they're in the, at the end of the day they're in the business end of the season now where all that matters
0: is results. performances performances come wait for, yeah. for the for January. there's got to be a hint though that Reed didn't want to show his hand before the the Rams game. Well, be, hasn't
1: there? there was there's quite obviously you know the last couple of drives in the fourth quarter, Reed kept everything very vanilla, like the the last drive it was literally just running to run the clock out. it was a case of like I felt like the Chiefs if they wanted to could have probably scored more points in that game and you know people looking at it and like 26 points it's like you know averaging 26 points over a season it's going to win you a lot of games and that's Mm -hmm. our lowest offensive output of the season Mm -hmm. so yeah let's just take a step back to reality for a minute and just be like okay not the best game but you know, there's a big game next week against the Rams and as much as you wanna say, Oh, you know, guys will be focused on who's in front of them, mm. people are he- you know, the the players are human. there's no doubt that a few of them probably were maybe looking past this game and thinking, you know, there's a big game against the Rams a week on yeah. a week on Monday. Um and yeah, as I say, sometimes you just have to ground out wins when you're not really playing well and mm. You know, if grinding out a win and not playing well is a 12 point victory, then you know what? That's not too bad, really.
2: And let's not forget that we're talking about the play calling, but Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill had a miscommunication of some kind, which when Tyreek Hill was wide open. (laughs) And if they connect that, then Tyreek Hill is probably gaining 50 yards, and all of a sudden you're talking about a 300 yard passing game again, and probably a bigger scoreline and depth. So it's a game of inches at the end of the day, and just that, that one. One misplay has changed the perception of the Chiefs' performance completely. They make that everyone's sitting here go, oh, "Mahomes has made nine, nine consecutive three hundred pass, yard games," and the Chiefs scored thirty points. Well, it's just not the way it works. The, I've, I, the Chiefs were there. The Chiefs knew what they were doing, and it was it was it was uncomfortable at one point, but ultimately it was uncomfortable for about ten seconds. Yeah. And then Justin Houston made an interception.
0: I just want to go back briefly to what. Uh what Dave said um, it just triggered something in my mind that do we do we feel now as Chiefs fans with this 9-1 and record and you know we've got the, the golden quarterback that we always wanted um, and this high powered offence do you feel that there's elements of the Chiefs kingdom that is feeling a little spoiled at the minute with everything that's going on
1: Um I mean it's not just with just my home. <laughs> yeah for sure Um but I mean it's it's not just with homes it's probably since reeds come in like you know this would be what sixth sixth straight winning season am I right I'm thinking yeah yep yeah. um we've only missed the playoffs one of those years mm. and even then we still went 9 and 7 that year and missed out barely 17. um so you know it's like this team has been a very good team for several years now. And so, it, you, you know, the playoffs is probably the minimum expectation now. And then you obviously add the what a lot of people were saying was the missing piece in terms of the, the franchise quarterback. And mm-hmm. you take a team that was, you know, pretty much has been a perennial playoff team the last five years and then add a franchise quarterback to that team, without losing too much else yes the defence has been better before but there's still a lot of the pieces that were there previously and all of a sudden of course expectations are going to shoot through the roof because that piece that everyone thinks was missing is there now why Why would you not think that the, the Chiefs are going to be one of the favourites for the Super Bowl and I say I think you see it with other teams as well where sometimes they'll look past games like this and it's just kind of you know, it's an expected win. You're expected to beat bad teams at home, and you just kind of expected to get those games out of the way and not worry about them too much. And I, th- I think a lot of it is based on s- probably how we started this season because a lot of people looked at the front part of our schedule and, you know, with a rookie QB for all intents and purposes – a lot of people thinking the Chiefs were going to come out of the box and struggle, Mm. and so to come out as on fire as they have, and then you look at the back end of the schedule, yeah, there's a couple of tricky games in there, but the Ravens game all of a sudden doesn't look anywhere near as tricky as it probably did, like, four or five weeks ago. Um, So, outside of the Rams and probably the Chargers game, you're looking at a lot of those games and thinking the Chiefs are heavy favourites in all but maybe Two yeah. of them.
0: Yeah, I, w- I mean I was saying this to Tom before the, we we actually went live, and it was um, I, I'd actually mentioned there was some groups that I was in um, on social media again. <laughs> you can t- you can tell the source where I got all my information from, can't you? <laughs> um, and they were, there was a lot of people crowing about the Saints being. Uh, Fantastic team, and you know the Chiefs. Would, if they if they faced them, you know in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl kind of thing, they, you know they would they would they would actually get beaten easily. And there was a stat that Tom had shared around, and and the Chiefs were actually outscoring the the Saints, and proving that uh, their defense was better by not giving up as many points either. So I'd, it's, it's it's almost like this kind of false attitude week. Week in week out, isn't it? There's like this false kind of. Uh, I'm trying. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like this yeah, false but I, I can sort of understand it. it. Was, hmm.
1: I can understand it because Breeze and the Saints have been there and done that in the playoffs. Yeah, the Chiefs haven't. The Chiefs have one playoff win since the early nineties. Yeah, you know the Saints have won a Super Bowl within the last ten years, um, and won several more playoff games in that time period so you know they were, they were a miracle play away from being in the NFC championship game again last year mm. so you know that's a team that's been there and done that with an, a hugely experienced quarterback um, so I can sort of understand it I might yeah. disagree with it but I can still understand it because I say until the Chiefs do put that playoff hoodoo to a little bit then I think people are always going to doubt them a little bit
0: that seems to be the issue isn't it the, it's the playoff hoodoo that everybody everybody always brings up as well you know other teams, other fans uh, of other teams are always said yeah great you're great in a season but do it in the playoffs and that's the thing that's always hanging over our heads at the minute and we need to, to shake it off But sorry um, Brad I don't, I mean, think, sorry, Brad. Yeah, I don't
2: think the Chiefs have managed to shake their early season narrative when it comes to defence either Um, because they were historically bad at the start of the season and was through to about week 6 that people aren't going to notice if there is any improvement obviously we notice the improvement because we watch the team week to week and we are seeing an improvement on defence but these these people aren't Um, they're still seeing on red zone seeing teams maintain drives against the Chiefs and so they will not feel the same way that we do but if you look at stats I know we're not massive stats fans here on this podcast, but they are all trending upwards. The, mm. the team are now tied for 16th in points per game. And what were we calling for in the offseason? An average defense. An average defense, yeah. Well, now we have an average defense in scoring. We lead the league in sacks. We're fourth in interceptions. We're sixth in forced fumbles. And we're fifth in parser rating allowed. So people don't want to go and dig into the stats to realise that the Chiefs' defence are actually getting better. And until they take the time to do so, they are going to favour the hot hand. And the hot hand is the New Orleans Saints because they have won seven or eight straight games, including beating the Darlings of the NFL, the N- LA Rams, last you year. See. And p- people will remember the latest the latest win. The, the The Saints scored 50 points yesterday. We beat the Cardinals by 12. Of course, they're going to
0: think that the Saints yeah. are the better Same thing with the Steelers, though, isn't it, as well? I mean, the Steelers blew out the... Panthers didn't they? Is yeah,
1: they yeah. But again, it's teams with playoff, you know, history, mm. teams that have been historically successful in the playoffs with established franchise quarterbacks. That's why people will always. It's like you know, it's like Tom Brady and the Patriots. You know, you're never ever gonna rule them out. I do. And yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I certainly was based on what I saw earlier in the season, was not convinced. And I'm still not convinced of the Patriots. Still, like, they didn't play well against the Bills, but the Bills were just are just so dreadful on offense that they kind of got away with that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got spanked by the Titans yesterday. Yeah, that, they did. That was... I, usually you don't see good teams... You know, they they lose games occasionally. It happens, yeah. but it's rare that you see them lose to, I would say, a middle of the road team like the Titans as badly as that. Yeah. Um, so it will be interesting to see what Patriots team sort of shows up in the playoffs. You can never discount them.
0: From. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from because uh, we all know the the times when the Chiefs have beaten them, uh, and then the. Patriots have gone on to win a Super Bowl or whatever, haven't they? It's 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 that kind of team that, like you're saying, yeah, they've 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 done it in the playoffs, they have done it in the Super Bowls, and that's why the teams are always always spoke about more more so than what the Chiefs are, I suppose. But yeah, um, t- just touching on the defense there, uh, the return of Justin Houston. I mean, that was a massive plus plus point in this game. Yeah, uh, the pass rush looked deadly, especially with the addition of Chris Jones. Who, uh I think we've all seen the footage now of him uh pushing back that uh was it the left guard he was pushing back into his own uh, it was on QB have you seen it um Chris I, I Jones I
2: just couldn't remember which position it was yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Something like,
0: I think it was like the the left guard or something and Chris Jones was just just lifted him basically and was to be honest I think he got slightly
1: back. overshadowed by Khalil Mack yeah demolishing <laughs> uh absolutely demolishing one of the Detroit Lions offensive lineman mm. um, on his way to a sack yesterday. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I say, to me, though, um, Houston played well, Chris Jones played well, on, you know, most of the defense. But for me, D Ford was just <laughs> unstoppable He's yesterday. A year, he? I mean, the thing was, it was like, even when he didn't get you know, the official stat yesterday... He was the guy causing all of the problem. Mm. He was the guy that was forcing Rosen to step up into the defensive line and basically giving them a sack on a plate just because he absolutely manhandled Smith all day. He yeah. was just it's just his first step is insane. Like he's round the edge before the guy's even taking his you know, his hitch <laughs> and his drop back step. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's just so incredible to watch at times, and um, yeah, you say you just hope he stays healthy at this point because he's 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 having an, a career year and looks like he's only getting better.
0: Yeah, well, this it is it about this defense, game. isn't it? It's it, you know with the return of Houston and we've potentially got the return of Berry coming back, which they said what well, within a couple of weeks, I think it was mentioned somewhere. Um, is he going to be back for the Rams game? Do you think? No, I, no? I, I think, I think they'll leave it till after the bye.
2: Um, that, who hope huh? we got after the buys, the Raiders we've got after so it might it, it maybe play a few snaps there potentially we're hoping anyway he yeah. might not be back at all for a week.
1: I think they'll slowly work him back towards the Chargers game <laughs> would be my guess yeah. but we'll see and
2: yeah. if they do bring him back that's a huge plus because the safety play in the linebackers have probably been the letdown of this defence so far the D-line's played quite well, obviously D Ford's having a stellar season, but the big improvement on this defence has been the cornerbacks Definitely. Um, from a position that we were all dreading at the start of the season, Orlando Scandrick, Kendall Fuller and in, in particular Stephen Nelson have come into their own and uh, are now at a point where I don't worry about the back end as much On in terms of cornerback play, I still mm. worry about the safety safety yeah. play and I'm looking forward to Berry coming back, and although although he's not the, the the free safety we we crave, I um, I still yeah. feel there's an issue. There. Earl
1: Thomas, if that Earl Thomas trade had gone through, yeah, know, this team imagine. would be frightening right now. I think um, I say I'm still not convinced with Scandrick. I have to say, I feel oh, a lot I think he's like, looked good. I think he's looked decent. And I yeah. won't say he's looked good. I think he's looked very serviceable. Um, I'm still not convinced, but there's hope it will be and better now. Um, at the
2: end of the day, is he Phil Gaines?
0: No, no one is. <laughs> there's <laughs> very few people that are. <laughs> if
2: he's <laughs> not Phil Gaines, then I'm, I'm, I'm happy. He's been released, hasn't he, by the Bills? He has. Yeah. Ooh. I'll be surprised if he finds another team. He, no, he,
1: didn't it work out with Browns, I think? And then, I'm not sure. Uh, ah, yeah,
0: that was it. Yeah, I think he went to the Browns and then he went to the Bills, didn't he? That's that's been a that's been a massive fall, that hasn't it, from grace? Because uh, I remember I remember a time when we were talking about Philip Gaines being the, the next yeah. big thing.
1: I, I mean, I don't know how injuries impacted his. He must be injured trajectory because he certainly looked better earlier on his career. Um, but I say it happens with guys sometimes, like just doesn't work out for whatever reasons and. Um, yeah, you know, he's still probably made a fair chunk of money in his uh yeah. short NFL career, so
0: I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think I think he's picked up some injury that, uh, that obviously the clearly the Chiefs know about, and then the, he's he's hit this kind of well, he's dropped off the cliff, hasn't he, in his performances. Um a lot, a lot of people would disagree with you. People a lot of people would just
2: say he's not very talented and not very good. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's up to everyone if they want to speculate. I'm personally not speculating too much about the downfall of Philip Gaines. You know? <laughs> I'm just happy that Orlando Skandrick isn't him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good point. Um there's something that we really really need to bring up. Um I know we touched on the defense and we've touched the on the offense a little bit beforehand, but Len Dawson's record, touchdown passive record has finally been broken. We've all been waiting for it. We knew it was going to come in this game, didn't we? Um, let's just talk about how long this record has gone on for. 54 years of Len Dawson holding this record of 30 touchdown passes. How has this not been broken before how, now? How did it
2: only take Pat Mahomes nine and a half games to break? Exactly.
0: He's made it look nine so easy. Nine and a half.
2: Like, we can't take this season for granted and how well he's playing. This could... Possibly be the best season Pat Mahomes ever ever has, as a chief. Do you reckon? Quite possibly, because he is going around setting historical numbers at the moment. Okay, he took a bit of a a down turn yesterday, but he's still up there for potential for Peyton Manning's record. If you think about it, he's probably not going to have. He probably have this offense as it is for another year or two, but then it'll probably get broken up. So, it might not ever be as good as this. What Pat Mahomes is doing at the moment is something we couldn't have imagined in our wildest dreams. Like, we probably all guessed that he would break the touchdown record eventually. Um, to do it in nine and a half games is crazy. And the throw that he did it with was stupidly good. If <laughs> yeah. you go back and watch it, I encourage anyone to go back and watch it. When that ball's released, Tyreek Hill. Isn't even beginning to think about turning around yet. <laughs> the ball's out, and then he's throwing into triple, throwing the ball into triple coverage. And it was a relatively small window because Tyreek Hill was a relatively small guy. And when um, Tyreek Hill gets to the top of his cut, breaks down, turns around, the, and ball's, the ball's there on him. <laughs> it, it was is on him. There was so tips- many, there were so many possibilities for that play to go horribly wrong. Oh yeah. If it was a bit to the left, it's getting intercepted. If it's a bit to the right, it's getting intercepted. If it's a bit early, it's hitting him in the back of the head or the back of the chest. and uh, Back of the chest? The back of the back? <laughs> yeah, in the back. back. Of the back. <laughs> in the back, yeah. The back the of back. Back. Back the back. Back of the back. So his back, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Don't going be a doctor, b- Tom, please. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's going in the blooper show, isn't it? It's him in the back. And <laughs> Lord knows what happens to it after. So it just... Everything about Pat Mahomes is great. Although I loved the celebration and I did love the celebration and I really, really enjoyed it. I I wish they hadn't done it on that one. I I, I wish it could have been something to do with Pat Mahomes. And I know he doesn't come across as a very egotistical guy, but I feel like the team could have done a team celebration aimed for Pat Mahomes because it was a special moment. But instead of talking about the record, people are talking about Sorry, it was very funny celebration. Well, maybe, I, maybe I'm
0: just being a bit of a bore here. I don't know. Well, I thought he was actually trying to put the camera on, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> is, that, is that what he was trying to do? Like, you know, like, kind of be the, you know, the camera shot of him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But I, I liked it. I mean, I liked the fact that, that Mahomes didn't make a big deal about it either. Um, you know, there was none of this holding the ball up and waving to the crowd and all that kind of thing for doing it, was it? He just... It was like Right We've got another one Let's crack on with the next play You know It was It was that kind of thing And, and that's what I like about Mahomes He's not He's not full of all these airs and graces About Who he is and, and How he's Breaking these records And stuff He never really mentions them Even in press conferences He so, comes
2: across as an Incredibly humble guy like, He does he's yeah
0: a, He's certainly no Ryan Leaf Put it this way <laughs> No Ryan Leaf <laughs> Um but yeah, I mean, credit to uh, Len Dawson. Uh, he's he's a Chiefs legend, um, and the only thing that really Patrick Mahomes hasn't got is that Super Bowl ring. So let's uh, Yet. let's hope, yeah, let's hope uh, that changes uh, very soon. Uh, we're not going to talk too much about the Rams game ahead but there has been something floating around on social media again, again my source of information uh, of the, the pitch over in Mexico with the uh, Estadio Azteca pitch and it's caused a bit of a, a bit of concern amongst Chiefs fans that the pitch is an absolute state. Um, there's some unconfirmed reports that it might have been from a month ago it might have been just recently but there's, there's a lot of recent news uh, articles basically showing the state of the pitch, and it looks horrendous. I mean, if you're going, if you're Andy Reid, and you're going to take your team to go and play on that field, you don't put your starters on, do you?
2: We'll put it this way: if the Rams and Chiefs agree to a tie, I would take it. Yeah. Not to let our players on that team. Someone is going to get injured. If it, if the pictures we have seen, and head to our Twitter account at KC Chiefs underscore UK, see the picture. If those pictures of the pitch from this weekend, then the Chiefs have an issue in terms of their players. Like there's indents everywhere, there, it looks like a marsh basically. It looks like the field we played flag bowl four in. I was just about year. to say that Flagbolt <laughs> 4 like that. Yeah. and a lot of people weren't there, but it was horrendous. Yeah. And so I do worry about it. I feel like the the team or the game is gonna be worse off for it. I don't think you're gonna see as many as much scoring as the leagues. And everyone's hoping. Like they set the, under, the under, over under at sixty three today. If they're playing on a pitch like that, there's no chance that you're going to get to that sort of level. So yeah, for me, if if the league agreed and the Rams agreed, I would take the tie in a heartbeat and not put Pat Mahomes anywhere near that
0: pitch. Yeah, I mean, what's the repercussions of that though? Because I mean, if they do agree to a tie, I mean, there's going to be a lot of angry fans in Mexico, isn't there? They're, they're not. Well, gonna it's, get never, to it's never going to
2: happen. So yeah, no. it's, it's not going to happen.
0: It's just it's it's the, a hypothetical. The game's going
1: ahead. Um it's going to be worse for it but the game's going ahead and I you know, say like it just sort of um, echoes back to the Houston Texans home field mm-hmm. a few years ago which was notorious for people basically kissing goodbye to seasons with torn ACLs and uh, yeah. blown Achilles because of how bad the state of the pitch was and then they finally Installed some permanent, um, like uh, field turf, four G stuff, in yeah. there. So, yeah, I, you do worry, for sure, because um, all it can take is one sort of misstep on a field like that, and you can lose a guy for a season. So, so
0: if you're Andy Reid, do you do you do you just then say, right, I'm not, I'm not risking Mahomes, I'm not risking a Hill. You Hull, can't, Hull, Kelsey. Yeah, you
1: can't, uh, the, you know, you've got the charges Can't hot throw on a game you. like that. You got the Chargers hot on your heel. And the thing is, even though the Patriots lost yesterday, if the the Chiefs lose out to the Chargers, they could they could have the second best record in the AFC and still yeah. be playing in a wild card game. Yeah. So I say you just can't you can't rest on your laurels in in the NFL because as I say the, the price for not winning the division is so huge. Um, you know, not only do you suddenly lose home field advantage, you you lose a bye week, and then you have to go on the road in a wild card game and play an extra game. It it's just so crucial that, that, that the Chiefs keep keep pace at the minute.
2: Yeah, in the NFL have have got a lot of risk here because if, for example, Touchwood and I am the worst case scenario, and Pat Mahomes goes down because of the field, then. No team is going to want to go back to Mexico and play in that stadium. That's not no.
1: just Pat Mahomes. It's Pat Mahomes, Jared Goff, you know, Aaron yeah. Donald, yeah. Travis yeah. Kelsey, uh, any of those guys. They're all huge superstars in this league. And if a couple of guys go down on Monday night because of that turf, then the, the league is going to be facing some really, really big questions um, come Tuesday morning. And
2: Especially for a league that... Promotes player safety when it would be so obvious that they would be putting dollars and they're they're growing their market ahead of player safety. Yeah,
0: there's a, there's a nice fresh new stadium just opened up in uh, in the UK. Spurs. It's not opened up it yet. Here, it's the turf laid, is not it? So.
1: Yeah, it's it's still not finished yet. <laughs> it's it's not going to be open till January now.
0: Really? That's you the rumor. Oh well, never mind. Um, you touched quickly on the uh, AFC playoff picture. Uh, it's mm. something that we we haven't really talked about much because it's not really well, it wasn't wasn't really worth talking about at the beginning of the season. But we're getting to the business end now, aren't we? Where yeah, yeah. we're starting to look at other teams around us, especially looking over our shoulders at the Chargers. Um, we were all very happy that the Patriots got beat by the Titans, and we're, we're looking at. Even like the, the you know the the NFC teams as well, like you know how's that going to play out? Who who could we face yeah. if we get to the dance? You know, um, is there is there anybody that really concerns you at the minute that the Chiefs really need to be? It's really always concerned the Steelers,
1: about? man. It's always the Steelers for me. Steelers, yeah. I hate them. I hate them so much, and I just I just fear like because they look so much better right okay. now than they did probably four or five weeks ago. um, And the only positive I could take is that if we played them again, it would likely be an arrowhead. But, again, it's why it's so crucial we do get that, you know, first round bye in those home playoff games because chances are if we don't get that, we could quite well play the Steelers on the road in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, if we could avoid that, that'd be
2: great. Yeah. And I've, I think there's there's a few games that you need to highlight that are pretty much going to decide the road to the Super Bowl in the AFC. You've obviously got next week against the Rams for us. Then you've got Chiefs Chargers, but you've also got the Chargers and the Steelers playing each other. And you've got the Steelers and the Patriots playing each other. So those four games would be the ones you'd highlight that will ultimately decide the seeding. Yeah. Um, for the ASU playoffs The Chiefs nearly really do need to Begin to worry about the Chargers Because the Chargers are putting a, a run of games together Which we probably wasn't expecting them To do so They won yesterday similar to how we did mm-hmm. Playing poorly but still getting the win Okay they did play the worst team in the NFL So that does kind of help Yeah, But yeah. wins are wins at the end of the day And the, the Chiefs are going to struggle When it comes to the Well not would struggle if they lost to the Chargers because that all of a sudden puts them on the same sort, same record, mm. but the difference would be in is that they would they would have a same division record, but the Chiefs would have two in conference losses where right. the Chargers would only have one, which would put them ahead.
1: No, it wouldn't. So, You're wrong. Am I? Yeah, it's common opponents first, and so the uh, Chiefs would. Okay. The Chiefs would still have the uh, the current. Uh, you know head to head in that regard yeah. but so if
2: they end up in the same record then the
1: that d- pre- depends on results over the rest of the season because obviously the chiefs and the chargers still have some common opponents left to play but guess. as it stands at the minute um the chiefs have the head to head on common opponents so big um i say the uh chargers lost to the rams yeah anyway, um okay. So obviously, if the Chiefs lose to the Rams on Monday Night Football, all of a sudden that's evened out. But yeah, as it stands at the minute, the the Chiefs had the head to head on common opponents.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm that's still looking isn't. over. I'm still looking over our shoulder about the the Chargers. Um, I know we've got the. I know we've got to play them at Arrowhead, uh, which is the only thing that's kind of settling my nerves a little bit about them. But um, they, they they've said for a while. I mean, all the talking heads have talked about it. have don't that they are the team to potentially be the ones that could knock the Chiefs off the top, but I don't know. I still, I still think we've got the number on them, especially when we're an hour ahead as well. Well, I say the
1: thing for the Chargers is that the only two good teams they played this year, they've lost two. Yeah. Um, and so it's. I say I do think they are a very good team, but it's really hard to put your finger on how good they are mm. because I say. They've just beat up on mostly bad teams um, they had a squeaky one- point win over the Titans who went for two to try and win that game if I remember correctly yeah. um, so you know that they they're definitely a good team. I'm just not quite sure how good yet because as I say I don't their tough part of the schedule is coming up over the next six, seven weeks. So we're really gonna see how good they are very soon. Um yeah. whereas you'd say from the Chiefs perspective, they've got the toughest part of the schedule out of the way. You know, the beaten the good teams, so you know they're a good team. Whereas from the Chargers perspective they've lost to the Chiefs and the Rams. Mm-hmm. So you're you're just not a hundred percent sure where they stand right now. Um Yes, I do think they're a very good team and I do expect them to be hanging around um putting the pressure on going into the the business end but yeah as I say they are really hard to place exactly just quite how good they are right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well we uh we've obviously got we're going to be doing the uh the preview show um for on what Thursday Friday something like that. Uh, where we'll be talking more about the Rams game. It's going to be another late one again, isn't it? It's going to be like Monday night football at stupid o'clock again. Mm. Slave to the course. But anyway, um, are we going to do a prize draw then or are we going to do it now, Tom?
2: We're doing, now. We're just do doing it now. Do it
0: now? I've got it already. Let's, Let's do I've got it now. It already. So this then. week we're
2: giving away a signed Travis Kelsey mini helmet. Very nice prize. Very nice signature, Travis Kelsey. It's lovely lovely. Yeah. It is very nice. I'm not really a signature guy, but... I can appreciate this. Um, There will be a prize for second and third, some merchandise. Um, So as usual, the first name on our list, after randomizing it a set amount of times, um, will win the helmet, and then the um, second and third will win some some merchandise. Something. Just something. And as ever, I am recording the draw, so if anyone would like video evidence of the draw, Deems me untrustworthy, then I don't you, trust you, him. You, I don't you, trust you, him, Brad. <laughs> you can. So we are drawing it five times, five times quickly. I'll make it nice and quick. Can we have some music again, please? <laughs> Go on, Dave, you,
1: you're the music
0: guy. <laughs> <It's random two. laughs> It's gonna be random in like twelve times or something. Plus <laughs> one. Whoever's top <laughs> wins. Drum roll, drum roll, please. <laughs> and the
2: winner is Brian Gluckman. Very Brian nice. Gluckman. And then second prize is David Figgins. And third prize is Warren Bowen. Congratulations, guys. Well done. I'll be in contact. You've all won oh, that, stuff.
0: And Kelsey helmet's lovely. Congratulations, Brian. Yeah. Brad tried to nice. steal it. That's why I, I I don't actually have a uh, Kelsey mini helmet. I don't have one. So uh, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit good at about that. really. So if you
1: don't receive it, Brian, check Brad's <laughs> attic.
0: Oh, I got lost in the put. You'd be counting all the helmets on the videos on my YouTube channel now, will not you? Make sure, they, make
2: sure that yeah, that requires you know. watching it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It does, oh yeah. gosh. Oh God! Oh, I
1: tell you what. Do you like some aloe vera for that burn, Brad?
0: <laughs> Feel the burn. Jeez. Feel the burn. It Burns deep. Anyway, well, congratulations. savage. That's a,
1: that's a savage insult from a guy that sells used goods out the back of a van <laughs> on fucking Hackney Market, innit?
0: it? These Russian VCRs. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well, yeah. Uh, congratulations to the uh, to the winners. Uh, we'll be doing another one sometime during the season, but we'll uh, we'll obviously let you know on the uh, the, the Facebook and Twitter pages. But uh, that's it for this week's Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Have your say on everything we've discussed on the podcast by checking us out on the Arrowheads Abroad Facebook page and Twitter page at KC Chiefs underscore UK. So from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon.